The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. April 29th edition. Hope everybody had a good Friday night and we are ready for the weekend. We have a 15 game all day, 7 game early, 8 game evening slate on tap on your morning slate. Some rain chances in Cincinnati, the St. Louis and the Cincinnati St. Louis game in Cleveland, Seattle, Cleveland and Detroit White Sox Tigers. In the evening you got Minnesota, Kansas City and in uh, Texas between the Angels and the Rangers. So a little bit of rain to pay attention to. Watch your weather guys, whoever you're watching on Twitter. Um, check that out. Definitely pay attention there. We have some very interesting totals to pay attention to on our early action. Everything is eight or above. Uh, we have one, two, three, four, eight and a half. Two eights and a ten. The ten is Cubs at Red Sox, Lackey versus Wright. So we have definitely some offenses to target and some interesting pitching matchups to look at. On the evening slate, we have three seven and a halfs, three eight and a halfs, and a nine. The nine is in Coors Light between Anderson and Granke. So interesting slates to look at here. We'll get into it right now. We'll start with the seven game early first, and then we'll uh, get into your eight game evening slate. And we'll kick it off with your pitching on the. There it is. We'll kick it off with your pitching on the uh, seven game early slate. And it kicks it off with the man coming back from paternity leave, Mr. Steven Strasburg. He's at a minus 205 favorite at home to the New York Mets. He's $11,600. Mentioned with uh, Scherzer yesterday, the long ball be his problem. He gave up two of them. Both to Travis D'Arnaud. Travis D'Arnaud drove in all five runs that Mad Max gave up. Travis, or if Max could get Travis out, life is good. He probably gets you to the double-digit case because he had seven strikeouts. He did okay. He still, you know, had gave up hits here and there. But he's, if Mad Max just can't keep the ball in the gosh darn ballpark. That's his problem. So it's just always a thing with Max. If he keeps him in the park, we've got great outings. If he doesn't, this is what we get. Uh, Strasburg, he's done a better job of keeping it in the park. He's got like a 
uh, a much better ground ball to fly ball ratio uh, on the season. Heck, his last start out against Atlanta, he had 10 Ks, nine ground balls, zero fly balls. Uh, if you look at his, I won't tell you all his Ks, but his ground ball to fly balls is nine to zero, 11 to four, eight to five, 14 to four. You know he's going to get his strikeouts. So much better ratios there. He's um, He's gone seven innings in every start. He's allowed no more than two runs except for one time. He allowed three in Philadelphia. He's been outstanding, outstanding this year against the Mets offense. Like I said, very down offense. Um, Max just was a mess. Uh, Strasburg's got the layoff with the kids. Uh, small slate. I don't think you have to pay up for Strasburg, but the pitching is kind of rough. So I, I don't always advocate it. Like I said, there's only a few guys I'd recommend that I'm usually not the biggest Strasburg guy, but he has extreme upside today. So I can't fault you for using Strasburg. Like yesterday I flat out said, don't use Arietta. Don't pay the high price Strasburg. I'm going to, I'm going to push you a little more to use a little bit more than normal on the high side. Just because the matchup is very, very nice. He's a heavy, heavy favorite at home. Um, the Mets have the lowest total on the board, a team total on the board. Uh, he's in a great spot if you believe in spots. I know that's just it's a, it's a bad saying, but it's just the best way I can describe it to you. He's in a great spot. Uh, strikeouts are there, and the lineup for the Mets is bad. So. Strasburg 11-6, top option on the board. If you're not going Strasburg, the one I am a big fan of, I'll be heavier on than Strasburg. Because I think a lot of people will go to Strasburg. They'll see that price tag. They'll think it's not too expensive. And they'll flock to it. Michael Fulmer, 10-5. Going against the Chicago White Sox. Hey, I know we've been on the bandwagon, the White Sox bandwagon. But remember why we're on them? It's when they face left-handed pitching. Not right-handed pitching. The White Sox versus right-handed pitching is not the same, folks. Remember, um, right now the White Sox, where'd they go? They have an implied team total of only 3.63 in this game, much, much farther down. They only have a 2.65 Woba against right-handed pitching, which is atrocious. Atrocious. Like one of the worst in all of baseball. Complete opposite versus left-handed pitching. So this is why we're going to pound town. People are looking at recency bias. They're going to see what they did like last night. Couple games ago against Kansas City, you know, hey, maybe they hit the ball. It's baseball, it's baseball. But Fulmer's been pitching really, really well. He, he strikes out almost twenty-one percent of the batters he faces. Uh, the White Sox are striking out almost twenty-six percent of the time against right-handed pitching. Great matchup in uh, in Detroit. Hopefully, the weather, you know, participates with us here. It looks like it's not going to be bad. It'll be like it's been the last few days. Maybe a shower here or there. It looks like. If they a late start, but these are like early forecasts. A lot can change, obviously. But um, Fulmer's been great. He hasn't been getting lit up. He's getting you six innings or more every start. No more than three runs. Uh, he's getting you five plus Ks in most starts, and he's got the good ground ball to fly ball ratios you're looking for. He has given up a home run in almost every start, but only one, so he's not getting like shelled, shelled. But he's getting you good, good starts on a lo- a small slate like this. And everyone, I think, is going to be scared off of the White Sox. And it's it's his highest price tag of the year. I like Fulmer at 10-5 as a very solid play. Michael Pineda. I'm just going to say this much. First off, he's $10,100. That's insane. He is a GPP play and a GP play only. I won't be using much of him at all. 
I can see the appeal because when he's on, he's filthy. The uh, I want to preface this: the Orioles hit right-handed pitching much, much better than left-handed pitching. And you saw what they did yesterday to CC Sabathia, and everybody else saw that. So they're going to be stacking the Orioles. Thus, no one's going to pay this price tag for Pineda. That's why he's a GPP play if you really want to get crazy. The price tag and the fact that everyone saw what happened last night and just his perception of being a gas can, he's going to be so low-owned, it's going to be crazy. So if you build a good amount of lineups or a, you know a handful and you want a little exposure to be way off the reservation, I think he's a sneaky good play. Just But you need to be, you know, don't have high expectations. But if he gives you like six or seven innings and he gives up three or four runs but still strikes out eight-plus, you take it. I know he's not going to get you the points of 10,100 gets you, but percentage ownership-wise, it could translate to something very nice. That's all I'm trying to say. Ownership-wise, could be huge on that one. On a seven-game slate, 15-game slates, there's so many players involved. Ownership's kind of so spread out, it's not the same. But on a smaller slate like this, ownership kind of takes a little more of an impact. And this price tag and the imply implications of last night and his perception it could be really interesting. I'm curious to see what happens come lock on what his number looks like. Next up, we've got Danny Salazar, 9,800 at home against the Seattle Mariners. Salazar, big, big strikeout arm, striking out almost 29% of the batters he's facing. Mariners, like I said, last two days, they're only striking out about 20% of the time. The Carrasco fared well, Verlander the day before, and they both shut him down for the most part. I know Robbie Cano hit a two-run bomb off Carrasco, and uh, they put up three runs. But if you're to tell me Salazar goes out and gets you seven innings, two to three runs, and eight-plus Ks on a small slate like this, when I start naming the pitchers after this, you will take this. That's all I'm going to say because the pitchers after this get really, really shaky. He's a heavy, heavy favorite at home. Uh, and uh, at 9800 bucks, if you're not paying up into the five figures, Salazar is a very, very good option um, against the Seattle Mariners. We're going down to Francisco Lariano at home against the Tampa Bay Rays. GPP only. Lariano, $8,400. Ever since uh, they got rid of you know the catching issues, they already felt yesterday they DFA'd Saltalamachia. But he was the catcher in the infamous opening day game in Tampa Bay where he got shellacked. A third of an inning, five run runs. Since then, two, earn, two earned at, Baltimore, or at home against Baltimore. No word at home against Boston. Two word at the Angels. He's figured it out a little bit. He's going against Tampa Bay. Good strikeout stuff. It's like repetition. Tampa Bay strikes out a ton. The concern, like we always say, let me pull it up. Boom. Tampa Bay against left-handed pitching. Very, very good. Very, very good. So, you're playing with fire. But in a GPP play, like I said, with Strowman yesterday as a cash play, because he's not going to get lit up, which he didn't, and he struck out 10 people. He didn't get the win because the bullpen blew it, but he gave you a very, very good start and struck out 10 guys. So, cash game-wise, Strowman was great. It worked as planned. Um, Liriano, he's a dicey GPP play. He's... He's that arm that can get blown up in two seconds, 
Or if he's feeling it, he can strike out the world out there and he can give you six, seven solid innings at $8,400. Next up, Mike Leak, $7,800 at home against the Cincinnati Reds. Mike Leak is never impressive, but he keeps getting it done. No more than two earned runs in all four of his starts this year. At least six earned in all starts. Six Ks and three of four starts. And the ground ball to fly ball ratio is just insane. 10 to 2, 17 to 5, 10 to 5, 9 to 7. Filthy. And you're going to want that against the Cincinnati offense. Because they can hit lefties, they can hit or righties, they can hit pretty well. And Leak already faced them once this year. He went eight innings, six hits, one earned, six Ks against him. Got you 23.8 DraftKings points. He's got you almost 22 or more points in three or four starts. He's 7,800 bucks. On a seven-game slate, I will play Mike Leak. The Reds' bats are swinging it pretty well, but he's a heavy, heavy favorite at home. The Reds have one of the lowest implied team totals on the board at 3.84. I will be rolling with Michael Leak. And last but not least, the punt play of the day, Matt Andrees at 6800 bucks against the Toronto Blue Jays. It is scary as scary can be. But the Toronto Blue Jays can't hit. We've established that many times. They're the most inconsistent hitting team in baseball. They'll show up once in a while because they are the Blue Jays. But they uh, right-handed pitching, average around 210, Woba 260-ish. Uh, where's my Andrew stats? There he is. Uh, Andrew striking out like 20.5% of the batters he faces. Toronto striking out about 24% of the time. And a Woba of about .275, which is really bad. Really, really, really bad. So it all lines up good. It's just a matter of what can Andres do for you. And when you're looking at Andres' numbers, this is what I like about him is he doesn't go too deep. He's gone you know, five innings his last start, but then six, six, and four. Those are his four starts this year. So, hey, I'll, I'll take six innings. But he's gone three earned, one earned, one earned, four earned. He has a tendency to give up the long ball, but at the same time, Ground ball to fly ball is just in line. 9 to 3, 10 to 5, 8 to 5. Love it. He's getting you 4 to 5 Ks every start. He's 6,800 bucks. His, his last start against Houston was a little rough. Prior to that, he pitched really well against Detroit, really well in the Bronx against the Yankees. I'm willing to roll my dice as a complete punt play. That's all this is. 6,800 bucks. Matt Andres against the Toronto Blue Jays. So there's your picture. Strasburg, 11-6. Fulmer, 10-5. Salazar, 9,800. Liriano, 8,400. Leak, 7,800. Andres, 6,800. Let's head over to the bats. At your catching position, you get Wilson Contreras against the Knuckler, Stephen Wright at 3,800. You can go Yadier Molina, 6,300 against uh, Bronson Arroyo. We will definitely have Cardinals in play against Arroyo. Uh, Yachty is 3,400, by the way. I want to mention this right now. Arroyo, right-handed bats are hitting .452, almost 500 against Arroyo this year, where lefties are hitting 246. So don't just right away think lefties are the ones to target. Right-handed bats are crushing Bronson Arroyo. Um, moving on in the catcher's position. From Yadier, you have Matty Weeters against Wheeler, 3K. 
Uh, left-handed bats versus Wheeler hit a little over 400 right-handed bats, a buck 60. So definitely the left-handed bats. I'm still going to look at like Zimmerman with the Nats, just that that white hot. But uh, uh, left-handed bats, Matty Weeders, three grand is a is a really really cheap, nice catcher in that Nats lineup. Uh, Detroit's facing a lefty, guys. Derek Collins pitching for the White Sox. You know what that means. James McCann, $2,700 behind the dish. Ding, ding, ding. Get your James McCann, everybody. And I think that'll do it. That'll do it at the catcher's position. So McCann, Weeders, and Yadier would be like my three catchers to target there. Nice and simple, short and sweet. First base, Anthony DiRizzo, 5,300. Joey Votto, 49. Edwin let us down, but he's 47 again. Ryan Zimmerman double donged. He's on fire. He's 46. I know I said lefties against Wheeler, but the way Zim's hitting, it's hard to ignore. Really hard to ignore. Santana, 4,500 against Gallardo. Uh, you got Crush Davis, 4,300 against Pinata. Uh, yeah, uh, Baltimore stacks also in play. I'm not saying don't face, don't stack against Pinata at all. Matt Carpenter is the most inconsistent guy in the world, but you keep wanting to roster him at that price because the floor is so enticing. He's 4,200 against Arroyo. Matt Holiday with the walk-off three-round homer and extras against Ubaldo. He's 4,200. Um, Ubaldo's a rake. Uh, lefties and righties are raking him. You got uh, Kendris Morales against Andres, 3,600. Mitch Moreland against John Lackey, 3,600. Uh, if you're fading Strasburg, Jay Bruce, 3,600. Uh, you got Justin Smoke, 2,900. If you're going that route, John Hicks, first base catcher eligible for the Whites, uh, or for the Tigers facing the lefty Hall, and he's 2,600. If you're looking for a cheap outing at first, same with Ricky Weeks, Tampa Bay versus a lefty. Ricky Weeks, 2,600. You know he'll be in the lineup. He's there to face lefties. It's what he does. It's what he does pretty well. <clears throat> Moving on to second base, Daniel Murphy, $4,800. Like I said, lefties are crushing Wheeler. Robbie Cano, $4,600 versus Salazar. Very, very good. He went yard on Friday. Jose Ramirez, $4,500. Kipnis, $4,400. I, I still go, I pay up for Ramirez over Kipnis until Kipnis starts hitting. I need to see it consistently from him. Zobrist, $4,300 versus Wright. <clears throat> Jed Jericho, 4,200. Second base, third base eligible versus Arroyo. He went yard on Friday. Told you right-handed bats are crushing Bronson Arroyo. Jed Jericho, folks. Ian Kinsler versus the lefty, 4,100. Dustin Pedroia's on fire. He's getting cocky. I love it. A cocky Dustin Pedroia. He's $4,100. Moving on from there, we've got uh, <clears throat> after Pedroia. Jonathan Scope, 3,700. You have Neil Walker if you want it, 36. Some of the Mets have decent history in Strasburg, the left-handed bats especially. Uh, Starling Castro, 3,400. Definitely in play. Kid keeps hitting. He had three-run homer in the ninth to force extras. So definitely in play there. Uh, Colton Wallen's kind of swinging a good battle late. He's only 3K. Keep an eye on Colton. I just wish they put him up in the order. It just sucks he's swinging so far down. It just... It limits his value because there's really no producers around him. So it's the crappy part about it. Going on to third base, Chris Bryant, 5,100. Just hit a bomb over the monster on Friday night. Just crazy bomb. Speaking of bombs, Manny Machado, 4,700 bucks against Pinata. 
I um, I tweeted out this link from Mike Petriello uh, about from Statcast the amount of home runs hit yesterday the most in baseball and the most in any month in baseball and so on and so forth. Read it. Very intriguing stuff. Distance wise, speed wise, just all kinds of craziness happened on Friday night. And Brian Machado were a part of that. And so was Aaron Judge, obviously. Uh, moving on, Ramirez, already mentioned him, 4,500 for the Indians. The Todd father, he's swinging a hot stick. We like him a little more against lefties, but he's still swinging a good bat if you want to roll the dice for Fulmer at 42. Mentioned Jericho, Evan Longoria, 4K. Great price if you're fading Liriano. Uh, Longo against Liriano, 7 for 20, two doubles, two home runs. He hits lefties phenomenally, so definitely play there. Um, Chase Headley, 3,600. Lefties hit him extremely well. Headley's in play. Nick Castellanos, still too freaking cheap against the lefty Holland, 3,500 bucks. Eugenio Suarez, 3,500. Third base, third base, not too, not as strong as normal on third base tonight. Not as strong as normal. You have to pay up at the hot corner. Moving on to shortstop, Treya Turner, 5K. Francisco Lindor, 4,600 against Gallardo. Gene Segura, 4,500. Aledemus Diaz, 4K against the Royals. A really, really good price tag for him. Really like that price tag. Addison Russell, 3,800 against Stephen Wright. As Drupal Cabrera, 3,600. Tim Anderson, 3,500. Zach Cozart, 3,400. Didi, 3,400. J.J. Hardy, 3K against Pinata. J.J.'s 10 for 22 lifetime with three home runs off of J.J. Tim Beckham, 2,900 against Liriano is a very nice, cheap shortstop option for some salary relief. Beckham is swinging a very, very hot stick. Uh, Beckham, I don't mind that play at all. I don't even treat it as a punt. It's a value play to me because the way he's hitting so well is not even, not even a punt in my mind. Very good stick in Beckham. Going to the outfield, Bryce Harper, 5,400. The way lefties are hitting Wheeler, Bryce Harper, he's a must-play almost every night, but I'd really recommend finding a way to get like him and Murphy in your lineup the best you can. He's on fire. Mookie Betts, 5,200. You got Nelly Cruz left day-to-day, so we'll see if he's in the lineup. Kyle Schwarber, 47. Michael Brantley, 46 against Gallardo is in play. Uh, my heart sank a bit last night when Adam Eaton had to get carried off the field. He's been our boy, so he's out for a while. Uh, I haven't seen the official diagnosis there. It didn't look good, though. He couldn't even put pressure on it. Uh, mentioned Carlos Santana already at 45. You got Dexter Fowler, Fowler against Bronson Arroyo at 43. Fowler's batting like 500 I think his last four or five games I saw last night. He's swinging a pretty hot stick. Go Jackie Bradley Jr. at 4200 is a good price tag against John Lackey, who's been a gas can of late. The Trump Bomb hit a grand slam last night. He's 4200 against Pinata. And our man Aaron Judge continuously underowned. It's going to change here sooner or later. Price tag's up. He's up to 4200 now, folks. Still too cheap in my mind. Aaron Judge, 4200 against Jimenez. Uh, Adam Duvall, 4100 against Leak. Adam Jones, 4100 against Pinata. Adam Jones, 11 for 32 lifetime with two home runs against Pinata. Billy Hamilton, 4K against Leak. Billy Hamilton's got some good success against Leak as well. You got Piscotti at 4K. Jay Up against the lefty. He's only 3,900. That's crazy cheap for Justin Upton swinging a good stick. 3,900 bucks. I love Ben and Tandy. Ben and Tandy, 3,900 against John Lackey hitting at the top of that order. He went deep on Friday night. That's a nice cheap piece of that Boston stack right there, folks. Really nice cheap piece. 
Jacoby Ellsbury, 3,800. He has good numbers off Jimenez. 7 of 18 lifetime with a home run. You got Gritchek at 37. You got Scott Schebler. He's 3,600 bucks. He, he just continues to rake, rake for Cincinnati facing Leak. Uh, Brett Gardner, 3,600. Lefty against Jimenez. I keep saying that lefty against Jimenez thing. Avisil Garcia is on fire. He's 3,500. Had a big night. I told you 3,100 against the lefty was crazy. He got you 20 plus points. Steven Souza, 3,500 against Liriano is a great play. Michael Conforto, if you want to roll those dice, you got uh, Almora Jr. If he's in the lineup, 34. He had a big home run onto the monster last night. Seth Smith, likely leading off for Baltimore at 3,400, is a nice looking play. Chisholm Hall at 3,300 against Gallardo. Some good value here at the bottom. I made a couple lineups last night with just like 3,200 to three grand outfielders just in that range. They all produced well. There's some good value down here. Top of the order bats. Um, you got Corey Dickerson at 33, but he won't be playing likely against the lefty or be farther down the order. He's not as attractive. You got Kevin PR. This is one of the guys. 3,200 against Matt Andrees. Kevin PR had a huge game last night. He's absolutely been raking. Uh, $3,200 is criminally cheap. Criminally cheap. So PR at 32 is a very nice looking play there. You can uh, keep going down to uh, who are they looking at. They might be running out of options. Uh, Tyler Collins. Well, against the lefty, he might not be in the lineup, so keep your eye on that. But he's been swinging it really well, so keep your eye on Tyler Collins. But yeah, not much past the 3K range tonight at the outfield position. But I don't think you'll need it as much. So there's your seven game slate, like we mentioned. Uh, pitching recap again, we have Strasburg 11-6, Fulmer 10-5, Salazar 9,800, Liriano 84, Leak 78, and Dries 68. We're stacking Cubs versus right. Cubs in flight team total 5.06. Everybody's hitting right right now. Uh, stack away, you know, Rizzo, Schwarber, Bryant, Russell, it works. I like Boston versus Lackey a lot. You can get Benintendi really cheap in the outfield, Jackie Bradley Jr., Betts is up and down, but you got you, you like Betts. Pedroia's swinging a good stick, always under own. Keep an eye on him. Vorland's a good look. Good options in Boston. Uh, Cleveland versus Gallardo. Lefties and righties are hitting Gallardo right now, so I love some Cleveland bats, but I always love Cleveland bats. Yankees versus Ubaldo. Absolutely love the Yankees, especially the left-handed bats, plus Aaron Judge, plus Starlin Castro. Love my Yankees tonight. I've been targeting them early and often this year. Get the Yankees with uh, some Judge and Castro in there. Ellsbury's hitting them really well. Like, you know, some Ellsbury, Castro, Judge in the middle of the order. Maybe sprinkle some Holiday in there. You can do that really nicely. They're not too expensive either. St. Louis versus uh, Arroyo is definitely in play. St. Louis, uh, remember, right-handed bats are destroying uh, Bronson Arroyo. So Jericho, Aletimus Diaz, uh, bats like Gritchick, Piscotti, you get them rather cheap, and you can do some damage against Arroyo. Washington versus Wheeler, Washington, uh, left-handed bats dominating Wheeler, dominating. So get those in play, and then Detroit versus Holland uh, as well. Tampa Bay hits lefties, you can go that route. And then Baltimore, obviously, in play against Pinata. Tons of options to stack, tons. Uh, Yankees-Baltimore would be a great game stack yet again. 
just like yesterday. That'd probably be my game to stack if you're going that route. But uh, get it in, get it in, get it in. Let's get to the eight-game slate and get through this one real quick. Uh, pitching is not nearly as fun on this one. You got uh, you Darvish eleven nine versus the Angels. Darvish has been pure filth this year, off and on. Looked great his last start, eight innings, five hits, two earned, ten Ks after an, a rocky, weird start in Oakland, but was lights out prior to that. We'll go back to the well on a, on a night with just really not good pitching. He's, he's striking out thirty percent of the guys he's facing. Oakland's real, or I mean, Angels really struggling at the plate right now. Darvish. Really good look at 11-9. You dip down. Everyone is going to be looking at Dan Straley at 9,200 against the Pirates. And I get it. He's pitched really well this year, his last three starts at least. Two earned runs, no earned runs, two earned runs. Coming off the 14K performance, but prior to that, he only had 5Ks in both of those starts. And I want to be very clear to you here, he's not going to strike out 14. And the other thing is, the Pirates don't strike out very much. So... Buyer beware, you're paying a very hefty price tag. Remember, Connolly was only 63 yesterday, and they lit Connolly up. So be careful. Uh, the price tag's pretty steep for uh, Dan Straley. Not saying he's not going to put in a great performance, but don't get crazy there. I'd pay down for this next guy instead of paying up for Dan Straley. After Darvish, I'd go to Brandon McCarthy at 8900 Versus the Philadelphia Phillies. McCarthy coming off a of seven innings, five hits, two earned run, 6K performance at Arizona. He's had 14Ks in his last 12 innings pitched. He's looking lights out lately. Big strikeout arm. Uh, six or more Ks in all four starts, which we love to see. He's at 18.5 or more DraftKings points in all of his starts, which we also love to see. Going up against a Phillies offense that is... Uh, Striking out almost 25% of the time, sure. They can hit right-handed pitchings a little bit. But uh, on a slate like this, he's one of the heaviest. He is the heaviest favorite on the evening slate's board. And the Phillies have the lowest implied team total on the board at 3.06. I will roll with Brandon McCarthy at 8900 bucks. Next up, Yvonne Nova at $8,100 um, against the Miami Marlins. Going into this one, he's a good, good cash play, decent GPP play. Marlins implied team total of 388. Nova's only got an 18% strikeout rate. Marlins strike out about a little over 22% of the time. But Nova, he he usually, I say usually to be careful, avoids the big innings. He's coming in off of a one earned run, seven inning performance against the Yanks. Uh, on the his only road start in St. Louis, eight innings, five hits, two earned, three Ks. Like I said, not a big strikeout arm. Lots of ground balls. He's going to get you deeper into the game for the most part. Uh, look for 15 to 20 DraftKings points for the most part. That's why I like him a little more in cash than I do in GPP. But there is upside if he can get a little more strikeouts. The Marlins just don't strike out a ton. But if he can find them, good. Uh, there's not supposed to be a ton of offense in this game. So hopefully he can shut them down, get you deep into the game, get closer to that 20-point number. On a slate with the limited options, I still do count him as a pretty good Pretty good choice here tonight. Here's a name I never thought I'd recommend going into the season. Matt Cain, $7,700, going up against the San Diego Padres. Since his first start in San Diego, Matt Cain has looked great. Five innings against the D-backs, one earned run. Seven innings in Kansas City, one earned run. Six innings at home against the Dodgers, no earned runs. He's only struck out 12 in those 
18 innings, but he's looked really, really good. 242 ERA, 116 whip. His Sierra is turning to a 471, so they're not believing it. They're saying regression's coming. But he's striking out almost 18% of the batters he faces. He's only walking 8.4%. The Padres are really struggling to hit. Uh, we saw last night with Samarza that he was going so well. One bad inning. His first hit of the game was a two-run homer because he hit, hit Solarte. Two-run homer to Shimp. And then an air and a bloop, and they score their third run. He just got bad luck again. He pitched really great outside of that. Still got you almost 20 points. Um, so Kane's got that, and the Padres struck over 25% of the time. Giants are a pretty good favorite tonight going up against Chassin. On this slate, uh, Matty Kane is in play for me at $7,700. Then two quick ones I'm going to mention. Jimmy Nelson, 7300 against the Braves. I like the Braves' bats in this game. I'm not going to be very honest. But GPP-wise, I like Nelson as well because we know we've seen the shutdown ability and we've seen the Braves' bats get shut down. And Jimmy Nelson has that high K ability. And the Braves, what I like about this, they do strike out almost 22% of the time. And the Braves, like they're, like, they're just an average to maybe slightly close to above average offense against right-handed pitching. So... We saw him go off last night against Chase Anderson, and we, so that's always in play, especially at Miller Park. Dicey play. But uh, if Nelson's on, he's going to shut him down, and this makes him a good GPP play. Uh, definitely a gamble, uh, but I'd, I'd hedge against him. I'll tell you that much. Um, and that, and our, our last GPP play, we go with Andrew Triggs. Our last punt, like I said, is Andrew Triggs going up against the Houston Astros. This is dicey as dicey can be. But Triggs has been very, very solid. He's not going to light the world on fire, but he's bringing his 242 ERA, .99 whip. Not a big strikeout guy. You know, his last three starts, 4, 5, and 3. So 12 Ks in 16 and 2 thirds. Not horrible, but he's gone. His last start was 4 and 2 thirds. He got beat up in Seattle. But prior to that, 6 innings, uh, no earned, 5 Ks against Texas. Prior to that, 6 innings, 4 hits, no earned, 3 Ks against Kansas City, and he had no earned. Against LA, uh, the Angels in five and two thirds. So before the Seattle start was looking really, really good. The upsides there. We also know Houston can pound a lot of people if they wake up like they kind of did yesterday. Very much a GPP play. I would not put him in your cash games. Let me preface that many, many times. Not a cash game play. But um, he is striking out, like I said, not a ton, but he's barely walking anybody. So I like that a lot. His uh, Sierra reflects that he's he's basically pitching within his realms right now. So this isn't real fluky, which is nice to see. And that makes me happy that the 6800 might be about the right price tag. So on a small slate like this with limited options, I'd roll the dice if you want to completely punt and load up on bats with some uh, other options there. So Darvish 11-9, Straley 92, McCarthy 89, Nova 81, Kane 77, Nelson 73, Triggs 68, I'm focusing on Darvish, McCarthy, Sumnova, Kane, and then uh, kind of a little Nelson and Triggs. But I'm mainly going like McCarthy, Darvish, Kane with some Nova, Nelson, Triggs. That's my main my main batch on the evening slate. Let's get into the bats. I know this is kind of dragging on today, but it's a really weird, weird slate. Like I was looking at it a lot last night, and the pitching looks good, but it's just and the more you look at it and look at it and look at it, it's not as... When I first looked at it yesterday afternoon, I was like, oh, great. And it just keeps 
baffling me. Um, catchers, Posey, 4,200 against Chassin, always in play. Uh, Lucroy, disappoint. Gaddis, 3,800 against Triggs. Uh, Salvi Perez against Phil Hughes. I even almost told you guys to play Phil Hughes. I'm not completely against it because I think the Kansas City bats are that bad. I just can't recommend Phil Hughes, but if he performed, it would not shock me. Salvi Perez, $3,300. Brian McCann, if you are fading Triggs, I love McCann at 3300 The left-handed McCann bat against Triggs, $3,300. Steven Vogt against Musgrove, $3,300. Definitely in play. We are fading the crap out of Zach Granke, folks. Zach Granke... Colorado Bats, definitely a play. And we're also stacking a ton of Doyers tonight. Doyers. Um, we got uh, Yasmani Grandal, 3,300 against Eflin. Love Grandal tonight. Uh, Torino's not playing yesterday was one of the bigger disappointments I've had in a long time. That was just heartbreaking. Cervelli catching for Pittsburgh at $2,900. Nice look there. Jason Castro catching for Minnesota, twenty eight hundred bucks. You got the Milwaukee catchers, Pena twenty eight, Bandy twenty seven against the lefty Jaime Garcia. Both of those are definitely in play. Like both of them, Milwaukee stack obviously an option once again. Austin Hedges catching for the Padres, twenty four hundred. If you're not using Matty Kane, go over to first base. Paul Goldschmidt against the lefty Anderson at fifty two hundred. Lock and load. Freddie Freeman against Slippin' Jimmy. 5,100. Freeman went yard again yesterday. Eric Thames, 13-8. He'll be low-owned. People will see a lefty, that high price tag. He didn't go yard yesterday. Oh, no, he's human. He'll be low-owned. I won't have much of him, but you just can't completely ignore him if you have multiple lineups. There's other options I go to today, but like you can't own him every day. But the guy's just freaking good. Albert Pujols, 46. He's swinging a decent bat, but against Darvish. Some of the Angels have hit Darvish well, but there's other options. Will Myers at 4,300 if you're not playing Kane's sneaky. Mark Reynolds hit Granke really well in his career at 4,000 is a good look. Mike Napoli at $3,800. I like that price tag. That's really cheap. Napoli at 3800 Nice, cheap first baseman right there. like that a lot. I like Brandon Belt a lot at 3700 had like three or four hits last night, swinging a good stick. You know, he's not going to get you all the home runs in the world. It's not what he's doing these days, but he's getting you hits. So I like that a lot. Um, we move on to Yuli Gurriel. I keep telling him he's heating up. He's heating up. He went yard yesterday. He's up to 3200 bucks now. Um, if you're stacking Astros, that's a good piece of the Astros stack. that will be completely low-owned and overlooked. That'll get you a, lot, a nice piece of the action right there for 3200 bucks. So don't forget Gurriel. Yonder Alonso against Musgrove, 3K if you're putting some some uh, Oakland A's out there. So nice, cheap, productive first baseman's available if you're going that route. Some really nice, cheap, productive ones. Going over to second base, Jose Altuve at 5K against Triggs. Dozier against Hamels, 4,600. VR, part of that Milwaukee stack, much better from the left side. He's struggling mightily this year from the right side. But if you're stacking Milwaukee, you almost have to have him out there. He's 4,500 bucks. Um, I'd almost, the way Arcia is swinging the bat right now, if Arcia is batting like second, I'd almost put Arcia in there instead. See how the lineup constructs. LeMahieu, 4,300 against Granke. Rugi, Rudy Odor, 4,200 against Jesse Chavez. Uh, D. Gordon's in play against Nova at 41. Panic, if he's leading off again, 3,600, definitely a look. Cesar Hernandez, 35. They raised the price tag. Look at that. 
Brandon Drury against the lefty at 34 is interesting. Down Harris Salarte at 31 is definitely alert to look. Jed Lowry at 2,800 is definitely a nice value play there. And that's about it at the second base position. So a little bit of value at the bottom and then pay up at the top. Definitely good options there. Third base, Nolan Arenado, 5,400. He has some fun against the Granky. Uh, Jacob Lamb, he's been sitting against lefties, so check that out. Miggy Snow, 4,200, went yard again. That guy's just beasting out. Love Miguel Snow. Mikel Franco, 4K. Travis Shaw against the lefty, not ideal. Justin Turner against the righty, and he's swinging it good. 3800 bucks. Love Justin Turner tonight. Keep him on your radar. Trevor Plouffe. Joey Gallo, $3,500. Great play tonight. Joey Gallo against Chavez, $3,500. Ryan Schimpf, $3,200. Mike Moustakis is still only $3,100. What the F, DK? $3,100 for Mike Moustakis. Did he sleep with someone's wife? It's ridiculous. Shortstop, Carlos Correa, $4,700. Trevor Story, $4,700. He has two home runs in a short time span against Granke. Corey Seager, $4,500. They finally raised that price tag. Holy crap. Chris Owens, $4,200. They raised his price tag a lot. My goodness. Um, Dansby Swanson. Hernan Perez, $3,600. Still too cheap. Outfield shortstop eligible. He's definitely in play. Uh, Garcia's price tag. Or Arcia, I mean, Orlando Garcia's price tag's come up a bit for Milwaukee. He's at 35, but he's been raking it. If he's bad in second, I like him a ton. Uh, you can put Hernan Perez in the outfield, Garcia at shortstop. Still get them both in the stack. They're both swinging it really well with the lefty Garcia out there. Definitely in play. Uh, that might be it. Shortstop's been so weak lately. Yeah, that's about it. Very weak. So it's nice having Hernan eligible there, I'll tell you that much. Going to the outfield, Mike Trout, 5,500 against Darvish. He has hit really, really well against everybody. Against Darvish, 12 for 39 lifetime with four home runs. Ryan Browning as a lefty is definitely in play at 5,300. Blackman, 52 against Granke. 10 for 33 lifetime against Granke. Springer, 4,800. Cargo, 4,800. He's 13 for 34 lifetime with four home runs off Granke. A.J. Pollock, 4,500 versus a lefty. Uh, Stanton, you got Calhoun, 4,300 versus Darvish. He's hit two homers off Darvish. Uh, you got Matt Kemp, 4,200. NCRT, 4,200. Yellick, 4,200. Like all those, Chu, 4,100. Tomas versus lefty, 4,100. I'm hoping the D-backs are lower on tonight after everyone was disappointed that they didn't hit a lefty last night. So I'll go back to that well one more time. I still love them, folks. They'll always be close to my heart. Polanco, 4,100 against Straley. Uh, K with a Chris Davis double dunk last night. He's only 4K against Musgrove. Low Kane, 3,900. Keon Broxton's heating up. He's only 3,900 against Garcia. Sneaky play right there, folks. 3,900. Max Kepler, 3,800 against Hamill. Very nice play. Odebill Herrera, 3,800. Carlos Beltran, 37. Gerardo Parra's only 37 against Granke. He's 10 for 32 lifetime. You got, I said, Hernan Perez earlier is only 36. Nomar Mazzara is only 3,600 against Jesse Chavez. Really, I know he's slowed down a bit, but still, that power potential on GPP is outstanding. Robbie Grossman, 3,500 against Hamill is a very nice look. You got uh, Delino De Shields is swinging a hot bat. He's reached base. I think I saw somewhere at one point mid-game yesterday, seven of his last eight at-bats. Uh, he's 3,400. He's been leading off lately. If he's leading off again today, 
Very, very good low-owned play. Cheap low-owned play for Texas. Keep that in mind. Michael Saunders, 3,400. Althair, 3,300. For the Philadelphia Phillies, some nice lower-owned outfield options. Like I mentioned on the early slate, you can get some of these lower-owned outfield guys that are still very, very productive. So don't sleep on, just don't, you know, shop, shop at the top of the leaderboard. There's some nice looks down below. So that'll do it. There's your eight-game slate. I know I've been very long-winded today. It's just, I don't know, everything I looked at last night just seems a little... A little off right now, but um, starting pitchers, Darvish, 11-9 against the Angels. Straley, if you're feeling it, I'm not as much, but they're 92 versus Pitt. McCarthy, I love a lot, 89 versus Philadelphia. Nova, 81 versus Miami. Maddie Kane, 77 versus San Diego. Jimmy Nelson, 73 versus Atlanta. Trigg, 68 at Houston. Stacking, D-backs versus Anderson. You can target the righties, obviously, against Anderson. You got Tomas. Goldie, Owings, uh, Pollock, the works. Uh, Milwaukee versus Jaime Garcia. You starting with Braun, go uh, Garcia, Broxton, uh, Hernan Perez. Check on VR if you'd like. Some good looks there. Uh, Texas against Jesse Chavez. Obviously, uh, I mentioned keep an eye on the Shields. You got, I like Napoli a lot. He actually hits Chavez as well. He's, had, he's taken him deep twice. Rubio Doors hit him pretty well in a short sample. You got Nomar Mazzara and others. Good look there. Houston against Triggs is in play. Ain't, uh, Dodgers against Eflin. I absolutely love Seager. Uh, Grandal. Some good plays there. Atlanta versus Nelson is very sneaky with Freeman. Lefties and righties hit Nelson very well. So you have Kemp, Freeman. You know, it's Yarte, Marquecas, go all around there. And then uh, I like Colorado a lot tonight. Uh, I don't know where I missed him at. Oh, there they are. I like Colorado a lot. Righties and lefties are hitting Granky. Uh, they, they'll probably be low on. People might overlook him in that one because Granky's high priced. It's not in Coors Field. Everybody be on the D-backs on that one because they were overlooked last night against Ray. Might be overlooked again tonight. So keep an eye on the Rockies in that one. They're still high priced on DraftKings. But Blackman, Cargo, Reynolds, Para, and Story all have good history against Granky, if you believe in that kind of thing. So just throwing that out there to you. Uh, interesting slate tonight. We got 15-game all, all day, 7-game early, 8-game late. Hope everybody enjoys their weekend. I'll be back with you on Monday, taking my Sunday off, unless you ever know. I'm banged up, so I can't really do anything except sit around the house for the most part. So if uh, I feel the itch, and uh, cause I'm gonna update my my sheets and build a few new ones. Hopefully, if I if I feel it, I might just you know relax, uh, take a take a breather for myself. But uh, if I can get around to it, I might put a quick hits together for Sunday. I, I usually I usually take Sundays off because I make so many lineup changes that whatever I record, it doesn't even matter. So that's usually why I take Sundays off. If you're real, if you're wondering, and I just need a day to myself. Um, but uh, if not, I'll see you guys on Monday. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Let's cash. Check me out on Twitter at BDNTrick. Check us out at, at thesportsdgens.com. Listen in to Bench with Bubba and Around the Bases. Some really good stuff. Um, and I will catch you guys later. Good luck this weekend.